Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Today, we are going to be discussing how to supercharge your social medias with some advice, not just from me, but some guest experts. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. So to start with, what some of you might not realise is when I'm doing these episodes, yes, I'm often speaking from a place of knowledge myself, but I also make sure I go off and do a lot of research to back up what I'm saying. Um, Even if it's topics that I have experience in, I'm like previously like checking my information. Um, I predominantly work with like bullet points in front of me as well. Um, I'm not making things up as I go along. I just have a quite chatty way of speaking. So I know sometimes people are like, you just know all this information off the top of your head. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't. There are notes in front of me on the screen that I've made in advance of recording. Um, yes, I go off on tangents. The tangents aren't normally noted down in front of me, but um, the the general gist of things and the essentials are there. Um, but particularly with this one, I'm a big believer in seeking out the expert in the actual arena that you're trying to grow in. So for example, with this one being about social media, um, I have a couple of friends who are social media experts, but I've also gone to additional people on top of it um, to collaborate collaborate um, the information that I am um, going to be bringing you today to make sure that it's the most up-to-date. One of the things that we need to be very, very aware of with social media is that how to grow on social media changes very, very quickly. And this is why there are experts on social media who's literally spend so much time making sure they're up to date with all the algorithm changes, they're up to date with all the feature changes and how things are working and that they're making sure they are staying ahead of the game. Because if they were teaching the same things this year that they were teaching last year, they would be doing their customers a disservice. The same way as someone that grew really fast on social media 10 years ago, they wouldn't be able to use the same tactics they used 10 years ago to grow now or even like three years ago or even last year um, because the algorithms do change um, and how the, sis- uh, how the system, how the platform um, wants to grow will have changed as well. So they'll be changing how they do things based on how they want to grow, latest trends, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I would really, really recommend um, trying to make sure that you are following a few social media experts. And a social media expert is someone that just does social media, that that's their expertise. And even within social media experts, you will have different ones that focus on different platforms. Um, so there's no point in getting your Facebook advice from someone that's like, they're a, t- a TikTok coach. Um so follow a few on social media because although you can pay to do courses, there are also loads of amazing courses um, or content even that is given out for free. Um, if you put in the work and the effort to go and hunt them down, there is loads of amazing stuff on there that they are giving out for free. Um, like quick little soundbite tips as well that you can learn um, pretty quickly. Um, I mean, if you want to, I do invest like financially in some additional courses in social media because I spend so much time on there and like doing things with socials um, that I do pay to do some courses with some of these coaches as well but 
they even they will admit it that they put out a lot of their content for free and what you get when you pay is it put into like a nice easy format and there's usually some follow-on documents and some accountability to it um but the information is out there um but like I said make sure you're following a few experts specifically to that industry so uh, this is based on my knowledge, but also the knowledge. Um, I think there are about five or six different people that I spoke to. And like I said, I also do different courses and stuff from time to time um, to try to keep this as up to date as possible. So the first step that a lot of them talked about um, and that I were totally on board with is write a mission statement for each one of your socials. So you do not need to be on every form of social media. There is a lot of sparkly object syndrome where you're like, oh, someone says doing TikTok, so I must do TikTok and Snapchat's doing this and they're I I have a TikTok account. It's I don't have TikTok on my phone. I don't like TikTok. Um, I just I can't. There's too many like fiddling around with the editing and things. If I'm editing a video, I want to be on a big screen, not doing it on my phone. It's just not for me. Um, it's nothing wrong with it. It's just not for me. So I know there's no point. Like I tried it. I did a few bits. Had to play around. Meh. Maybe I'll go back one day. But right now, it's not for me, and that's okay. Uh, Snapchat. I feel like I had a Snapchat account at one point, but I don't know. It's it's a lot for younger people I feel like Snapchat is so it's just not my jam um so understanding which social medias you've got which ones do you actually want to put some effort into and why do you have each one of them so for example um my Twitter account I do have my Twitter the content on my Twitter is fed from my Instagrams I just automatically share the posts over. Occasionally, I will share like the Pageantland Twitter. Um, we will share the the new videos or the new blogs and stuff. We will do a, a share to Twitter click over. But we are rarely going on there and just posting Twitter, uh, just posting tweets. Um, and it's mainly there for uh, as a shop front. So sometimes social media can just be a shop front. You just have the Bobby Basics there so that people can find you on there, but use that to their find your website or find another social media that you do like actually posting in and using. Um, so I have that there. And also uh, Twitter's quite good for the hashtag journo request, um, where you can actually find if journal journalists are looking to speak to certain experts in an arena or uh, speak to someone on a certain topic. Maybe you've had a certain life experience they're looking to do a story on, etc. And um, that's why I have Twitter. Um, I don't do very much more than that. Oh, and also to complain which sounds really bad, but actually I found that like supermarkets, plumbers, <laughs> electric companies respond so much quicker when you tag them in the complaint on Twitter. Like I have argued with companies over issues trying to get refunds for months. And as soon as I tweet about it, I, the refund is like in my account that day. Um, but that is my like mission statement for my Twitter account. So identify which ones you actually want to do is probably pretty important. Um, and then decide what's your mission statement? What's your purpose behind the social? And it could be that actually, you're like, actually, I just want to make my Instagram is just going to be personal. And there's going to be the the mission statement is that it's completely sporadic. Um, and I just post things when I want to. And it's just a fun thing of my life. And I'm not trying to gain any growth. I just enjoy posting on it. But that's that's a perfectly acceptable mission statement. Um, but then you know not to get really stressed. And when you're overly busy, you're like, oh, I can just not post on my personal because my mission statement on my personal is for it to be sporadic and chilled. So I don't need to worry about posting on it. Um, but if you don't know what the purpose of each platform is, what you're trying to do on each one, you can often get caught up wasting your time. And we don't like wasting our time here at Pageant Lad at all. So um, make sure you know why you're doing each one. Um, like I said at the beginning, um, the, the next tip is actually, yes, yeah, to seek out social media experts for that up-to-date information. Like I touched on in the beginning, 
things change super, super quickly. Um, it's like the, uh, what was the big one that came out? When we did the clubhouse rooms, um, a lot of people went, oh no, I've been like using these and I didn't know they were, weren't great. Um, is the follow groups where you have a group and you all go then follow people's things. And those used to be a really great way of growing, um, growing fast. You didn't necessarily gr- uh, gain uh, like completely authentic followers from it or ones that were gonna be engaged in the long term, but it did see, it did have growth benefit. Um, now Instagram does really not like it. I won't go into the deep things. We had a clubhouse room where the lady went into the real dig deeps behind how it affects you and why it affects you, etc., etc. Um, but I had no idea. Like I, this time last year, I was in a couple of follow groups, um, and I actually I'd only stopped doing them because um, I wasn't. The comments were always a bit generic and stuff like that, and I was like, well. I'd look at the comments on my posts and be like, well, I don't want to engage in this. They look a lot like bots, even though they weren't, they were actually real people. So I moved myself from them and only to find out that actually I shouldn't have been in them anymore anyway, because they, they were outdated and they actually weren't doing my socials any like proper favors. They would appear to be, but weren't actually, um, creating like proper engaged content and, um, Instagram was starting to penalize people for it. So that's what I mean by up to date. It changes so quickly. Um, Next one is hashtags. I am still, I thought hashtags was like a real comment. I thought I was late to the hashtag party, but I still see people posting with like two or three hashtags. So you can have up to like on Instagram, like 30 hashtags. Um, Hashtag game changes from social media to social media, which is why it's important to not worry about being perfect on all of them. Um, like maybe your favorite social you're going to do a bit more work on. Um, so Instagram, my hashtag game is a bit stronger than on other ones. Um, but you, Instagram, you can have up to 30 hashtags on your main posts. It's less, I think there's only like 20 on reels. Um, but, um, on your main posts, like 30 hashtags, you want to have a mixture of hashtags with big followings and hashtags with smaller followings. If you're just using hashtags that have like four million people following it and form like that means there's going to be a lot of people using that hashtag which means as soon as your post appears under that hashtag when people search that hashtag it will disappear in a second so you want to have a few of the big ones in there but you also want to have some in there that have smaller followings because it means that actually your post won't be drowned by all the other big posts people think they need hashtags that have big numbers of followings behind them and actually it doesn't work Um, people, if you're using really, really generic hashtags, all, if all your hashtags are like super generic ones, it's not going to work. It's not going to, it's going to get drowned in everyone else using that hashtag. Um, so do go in and learn a bit more about, uh, the followings behind hashtags, make sure you're making the most of them. Um, and that you've got like that full 30 in there. Um, what I do with mine is actually through the, I don't know how to do it on an Android, but I'm sure they have the feature as well. Um, but on Apple, on iPhone, you can go into your uh, settings, into general, and then go to keyboard. Um, and you've got a thing there called text replacement. Um, if you click the little plus in the top right hand corner, um, you can type copy and paste where it says phrase. You want to paste in all your hashtags that are going to be so I have quite a few Instagram accounts that I run. And so I'll have like PL hash and that will be my phrase for um, all the 
hashtags that are the pageant land standard hashtags. So the phrase I will paste in all the hashtags I use for pageant land as standard. And then the shortcut is PL hash as like one word. Um, and I'll save that. And then when I'm in my Instagram and I'm putting a new post in, etc., I can just type PL hash. And in the autocorrect options, there will be all those hashtags. Tap on that and it inserts them all. I will then add some specific to the post ones. So you want to make sure that you're not always just using the same hashtags. Um, and I will revisit the standard hashtags from time to time and update them. But um, day to day, I'm posting those hashtags, adding a few extra ones that are specific to the post. And I have those shortcuts set up for like my personal, for my work, for my Care What You Consume platform with different blocks of different hashtags. Um, you could also have them in your notes and then just copy and paste them from your notes as well. Um, but do make sure that like every couple of months you go back and mix up those ones and that each time you are adding some post specific hashtags as well but make the most of hashtags that's how your post becomes searchable um obviously you want to have a good comment as well like when people put they've put like one hashtag and their comment is two emojis and I'm like no one's gonna find that like you need to put some more keywords in there and um, you need to like explain like just a pretty picture of your face with two heart emojis and like hashtag pageant girl is gonna get you nowhere um have a good comment have a comment that adds value to people's lives yeah some people are gonna tap because your picture's pretty um but if you want to get that engagement that's where the magic with the comments is if you want to get searched that's where you're gonna find with your hashtag so sorry felt like that became a little bit of a rant but you get my point um the next tip that just all of them, all the people I spoke to could not hammer home hard enough is stop focusing on numbers over real engagement. And real engagement is like people actually putting at least two words in the comments and not just a string of emojis. Um, I find it really... Sometimes I'm in a rush, I'll be honest, sometimes I'm in a rush and I do just love the post and I will just tap a couple emojis, but I always try and make sure I'm putting at least those two words and like engaging with what the person's actually said in their post, because if they've gone the effort to put that post up and I've liked it, I deserve giving them some real engagement. Um, but big brands, if you're looking at getting brand engagement and stuff like that, if you're looking at wanting to please the algorithm and have your post shown more, you need like real engagement. Um, which is saves, people saving your post and so make it save worthy, uh, people liking your post, people commenting on your post, um, all those kind of people sharing your post, depending on the platform you're on. Um, and people actually, like I said, putting some real words into the comment box and not just a couple of emojis. Um, it, it frustrates me when people consistently are just putting a couple of emojis in because it's like, it's like they just want to be part of the attention of your post without actually adding anything to the fact that you've gone to the effort of putting a post up. Um, so look for ways to make real engagement. Make sure that your comment like asks for some engagement, like ask people for their feedback on the picture or what you've mentioned in your comment, like ask people how their day is going at the very least. Um, but start to create this real conversation, real engagement, and um, it will make your account look much more appealing to big brands. Brands are looking for engagement. They're not just looking for you having a load of followers because let's be honest, you can buy big followers. 
Um, and it's also really obvious because you can scroll down to the start point of people's followers list and there are a load of fake words or this is why it's really important to clear out like dead followers. If you've got lots of followers with no profile picture, go and remove them as being a follower. I know that sounds counterproductive, but trust me, every time I do it, I suddenly get a surge in new real people. And um, so go in and make sure that there's not a load of weird bots following my account and things like that. Um, yeah, I feel like it shouldn't need saying, but I'm going to say anyway, don't buy followers. Everyone can tell you do it. Instagram can tell you do it. And they're not going to want to show your post if you've gone and bought yourself a load of followers. So just don't do it. It was like standard practice. I want to say like six, seven plus years ago, five, at least five plus years ago, but you shouldn't be doing it um, now and it won't do you any favors at all. So just don't do it. Um, where did I get to? Um, so yeah, stop focusing on the numbers over real engagement. Have some substance behind your post. Like now you've got your mission statements. You know why you're posting. Make sure your posts are in line with why you are posting and who you are trying to appeal to with the posts that you put up. Um, oh, I see some absolute drivel on social media. People will put up a picture of like a pretty dress. It's not even their dress. And then it'll just be a heart emoji underneath. And it's like, that that brings nothing to my life like the fact that there is no substance to this post just takes away from the pretty dress I'm now like what do you want me to do with that like what if you just nah? yeah I'm like nah, a lot of the content that I see on social media um so try and have some substance behind your posts have make sure it's connecting back to that mission statement uh, the next tip that I was like, oh, actually, I hadn't really thought about this one, was be careful of the trends you follow. Um, and this really like twigged one because there was one a while back um, that I remember that made me like really uncomfortable because I'm sure the people that were posting it weren't intentionally trying to be homophobic, but I was like, oh, I feel like this trend is really homophobic. And it would say something like in the comments, it'd be like, look at the top right hand corner and you'd like, you'd have to zoom in and it would give you a direction to look somewhere else on the picture and look somewhere else on the picture. And eventually the last place you'd look and it would, it would just say like, you're gay. And it was like a weird trend apparently. And I'm like, no, no think about that just because it's trendy does not mean you should be jumping on board with it like that for me I was like I found that homophobic and weird like it was a derogatory use of the the word gay and I'm not okay with that um and I did mention it to someone and she was just like oh I was just following a trend but no no now you've said that I'll take it down um I didn't think um and that's the thing you've got to be really really careful with when you follow these trends and I see it with um it's one of the reasons I don't really like TikTok um TikTok is very heavily trend based um, and I'd see some girls in very conservative pageants that were joining in with certain TikTok uh, trend songs and actually clearly had not listened to the lyrics in the song and they would be really vulgar and, and unage appropriate um, and got sort of teens and juniors in very conservative pageants um, dancing along to these songs with these lyrics that are They've, they've picked that bit of music because it's the trendy music for a certain dance, but they haven't actually looked at what words are in that lyric. So just like we've talked about on the podcast before, whenever we speak to a judge, even, even when they say we can't judge social media, they've usually gone and checked you out on social media. Um, so just be very, very aware when you're signing up to a trend or taking part in like a trendy thing that you are being like careful and knowing what you're following and um, I think a couple of the ones that I've 
seen recently um, that I don't agree with, I'm afraid, and apologies if this offends anyone, but I I don't really don't like them. Um, the running in heels one, um, someone in the fitness industry, I would never advise people to run in heels. I'd have you in a good supported trainer that you've been and had your gait checked in. Um, so I would not be recommending running in heels um, and and anything that goes against COVID rules. There's been quite a few of those during lockdown where people have like, I'm just going to push the rules of COVID um, to do to do a reel. Um, and it doesn't look good. Um, and yeah, uh, just be careful. I mean, we've posted on the pageant and Instagram a few times. Please make sure that when you are starting to do appearances, creating content, um, doing charity, stuff like that, that you are still sticking to um, to the actual law and rules, particularly around COVID, but that you're also um, being respectful of the situation, um, like going into shops and stuff like that to film content at the moment. These, these frontline staff that have had to work through a pandemic, it's not really fair that they're having to deal with you being in the shop inappropriately filming content. So um, my recommendation is to not do it. Um, and it hasn't gone unnoticed um, that those videos have been happening. Um, and I know some directors have had words with their contestants. Um, some aren't, but the judges are going to have been seeing it. And um, so I think also particularly around at the moment, because it's a pandemic, it's not just about law. It's about being a bit distasteful around it. So just be careful. Just be careful. Don't just jump on a trend because you think it's trendy. You think it's going to get some likes. Um, think about all the people that... <laughs> Um, other people that might see it and just be careful careful that's probably the best word um oh something I touched on earlier um is removing inactive accounts from following you um yeah that's people who are your so you would be purposefully reducing your follower numbers to do this um and it's a right pain in the bum because you have to scroll back through all your followers and weirdly my my Instagram that I've had the longest, which is my personal one, every time I try and click to view my followers, um, it's it's bringing up an error message at the moment. I don't know if it's an Instagram glitch. Um, but I've been slowly, since I was told this tip, been slowly working my way back through because I've had my account for quite a few years now. There are people that have now left Instagram, inactive accounts, um, and go through. And even if I just go through and remove the ones that don't have profile pictures, um, my number massively drops. So I'll move like remove like 50 plus people. Um, but it always grows. Suddenly there'll be a surge in growth each time I remove all these people. So go and it sounds counterintuitive removing followers, but actually it will end up boosting your thing. Um, so yeah, go do that. <laughs> go do that. Have a little clear out and, and have a look at who you follow. Um, maybe you were really into I'm trying to think of a hobby. You were really into fishing for a while and you follow loads of fishing accounts and actually you're now not into fishing go and unfollow those accounts because one their content will be showing up in your feed and you might not be interested in it anymore um but it also who you follow and who's following you etc and Instagram for example will look at that and they will like make suggestions for content you might want to view they will make suggestions for people you might want to follow based on that information so um checking out the people that are following you and the people that you're following and, and making sure it's in line with who you are right now, like particularly if you've had your account for a long time, um, is a really good way of actually boosting your account. Who knew? I will continue to go through and unfollow like old accounts and stuff like that. Um, 
because I, it was scary. I'll be honest. It was scary the first time I did it, but now it's fine. Um, <laughs> um, this like leads nicely into the other one, which is just a general declutter of your socials and, and like the things you like. And I suppose this goes more over onto Facebook, um, is I sometimes go through like that. I'm pretty careful with which pages and groups I like on Facebook, but I sometimes go through my liked pages list or my Facebook groups list and be like, I do not remember liking this page. And it might be that they've changed the title or that I clicked on it by mistake or maybe Facebook put me in there without me knowing. Who knows? But I'll be like, I, yeah, I don't, I don't like or support this thing um, or I don't know who this person is or whatever. And I'll just unlike it. Um, because again, your feed will be generated by um, the people that you follow, that you're friends with on Facebook, but also the pages and stuff that you're liked. Um, but also, and, and we've had this come up a couple of times um, when we've had like maybe spammy people in, trying to infiltrate pageantry on Facebook, for example, there will be like a fake account but they will have put friend requests out to some big pageant names and the big pageant names will have just accepted them. They just accept everyone. And then new, new or innocent or someone else in pageantry comes along and goes, oh, well, I'll accept this friend request because they've got mutual, these 27 mutual friends with me. Um, and actually it's just because people have just accepted everyone. And um, it's a really hard balance because I know that there are people that I, I don't know that want to friend request so that they can then send me a message. So I'll usually accept and then have a bit more of a poke around their social media and check. I do know them or that the, or I'll send a screenshot to my friends and be like, you're, we've got this mutual friend. Do we actually know who this person is? Uh, because if not, I'm going to unfriend them and things. And that, so actually being careful in advance of who you like, do not be fooled who you like and follow and friends does matter if you are liking, um, it's it's like me as a now vegan liking pages that are about meat production. Like that's just really not me. Um, and I would be like me if I like that page. It is like me supporting that person. So if you don't support that person, that product, that service, that whatever, do not like their page because that means something. Um, and everyone else will also see it and be like, oh. Um, I thought this person was advocating for veganism and they like this Butchers United page. Like, <laughs> that's an example. But um, it just, it doesn't make sense from an algorithm point of view, but also other people will be seeing that too. So do bear that one in mind. And you'll end up with like this beautifully curated feed that's just of things you're actually interested in seeing, um, which is also really important. And laugh, but, laugh, but not least. Laugh, but not least. Ha! <laughs> last but not least. Um, that a couple of them mentioned once we'd been through all the nitty gritty of all the bits and pieces was that to enjoy life beyond socials, put your phone down. I think it's a little bit sad that when we were, I feel like we, we missed the opportunity now. We've all been so stuck to our phones over the last, um, 12 to 18, well, 12 to 18 months. Yeah. Um, that previously, it feels even more sad. Like when we were at pageant events and people would be just there like glued to looking at their phones, put your phone down and actually enjoy life. Get a couple of pics. Great. Fine. But, um, and sorry, teens and juniors, but you are some of the worst culprits for this. We'll be at things. And I saw this happen at an event I was at last year. They were literally holding the phones permanently. And if the screen went black, they logged back in. 
The screen always had to be lit up. And that, for me, is a social media addiction and a phone addiction. And your phone needs to go in the bin if you've got that bad. But put your phones down. Life is so much more than what's on this little screen and what you're posting to your socials. And you're missing out on so many amazing experiences. But also, if you put your phone down from time to time and you're only posting like when it actually adds value, when it's actually in line with your mission statement, when you're actually purposefully going and creating something of value to put on your social media, suddenly your social media is going to get loads better. This is quality, quality over quantity. Um, And if you want to grow as a human being and actually enjoy your life, you need to be putting your phones down and turning your social medias off as well. Don't don't apologise if it takes you like, 48 hours to get back to someone like we don't need to be dealing with instant replies the numbers every time someone put oh sorry it's taking me so long to get back to you and I'm like um it's been seven and a half hours like I if I was that urgent I'd have said it was that urgent but it's not that urgent it's really okay that you've taken seven and a half hours to get back to me um, so put your phone down put your laptop away and enjoy life and speaking of which I'm gonna go for a nice walk out in the countryside without my phone Have an amazing day, guys. I hope this has really helped you to boost your social media and and I will see you again soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.